Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Downfield Shot. My name is Chase Gadapi, and today we're going to be doing something a little bit different here at the Downfield Shot. Most of this podcast has been devoted to mainly football across all levels and the country, but with the given times and in the middle of the offseason, I thought it would be really cool to try and talk to a bunch of different athletes across the country from multiple different sports. So, to kick it off, I recently got in touch with Scout Hoffmeyer. Scout is a volleyball player at South Carolina Upstate division one fcs university that competes in the big south conference scout is originally from louisville kentucky where she played at both mercy academy and christian academy let's go ahead and call her and get this thing get this thing started Hello. Hi, Chase. Hi, Scout. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Pretty well. Yeah, thank you for taking the time to talk to me and answer some of these questions. Absolutely. Any any questions you want to ask? Yeah, for sure. So kind of what we're going to do is we're going to talk about some of your background athletically, talk about what's going on in the world right about now. I'll ask about what it's like to be a student athlete at the Division One level, how you balance that with all your school and all that kind of stuff. And then finally, we'll wrap it up and talk about some faith stuff around the world, all right? All right, let's do it. All right, so starting off, why don't you just kind of outline your athletic background for us? I mean, I know that earlier you played at both Mercy Academy and Christian Academy, so kind of just tell me what that was like. So, yes, yeah, so I've been playing volleyball. I started playing competitively, I guess, when I was nine. That's when I started club ball, and so I followed the club route all the way up to an all-girls Catholic high school, which was Mercy Academy, and then um, things didn't really work out there, and so my junior year, I ended up switching to Christian Academy of Louisville, and it was probably one of the best things that ever happened to me was ending up there. Um, I was able to start putting my faith first, and then being able to combine that with such good friends, and then being able to find volleyball in such a happy medium it just had everything that I could have ever wanted in a school and so Christian Academy was by far one of the best things that ever happened to me yeah that's very cool I kind of went through the same thing I started out at one high school and then went to the next high school about midway through just because of some stuff some people and athletically so that's pretty cool to hear how you transitioned how it all worked out for you um so yeah so the college recruiting process I know there's a lot of people that listen and kind of go through that whole thing tell me about your journey if there's anything like funny or anything that struggled or anything that you kind of like looked at with the whole like college recruiting process yeah so I started the college recruitment process super early I started it actually my freshman year of high school um just trying to get my name out to as many universities as I possibly could I'm not so much a homebody so I was ready to go to California I was ready to go to Texas I was ready to go anywhere that the Lord was leading me to and so I kind of have a unique name. My name is Scout, and so when I would write these emails, like I always use that to my advantage and was hopefully getting in the minds of all these coaches <laughs> across the nation, like, oh, this girl's name is Scout. And so like if coaches talk, they're like, oh, you're, you know a Scout? Well, there's only really one Scout I've ever <laughs> talked to. So I kind of just used that to my advantage, and so I was able to commit to university my junior year, fell in love with the school, fell in love with the coaching staff, fell in love with the girls and then 
Christmas of my senior year of high school, oh, wow. I was on Christmas break actually, and I got the call um, that the coaching staff was going to be released of their positions, and it just a lot of things were going on at the university that didn't seem like they were super healthy for me to be a part of, and so because of the coaching change, I was able to get released from my side in a lie starting at the second semester of my senior year of high school um, okay. and so I went on like oh gosh 12 to 13 visits within like three months oh wow um, second semester yeah so it was I was on it every weekend I was every, every weekend when I wasn't playing club volleyball when I was supposed to be in school I was jumping around trying to see different colleges because I was in such a bind of trying to find where I wanted to take my next steps in my next journey I was not enrolled anywhere um, coming up on April of my senior year and I played in a tournament actually here in Louisville Kentucky where I'm from and the head coach at University of South Carolina Upstate she was new um, she came to the tournament and she actually heard my voice um, from a few courts over and came and watched and she emailed me at the tournament and was like this is who I am I'm interested in you can we have a conversation on the phone Sunday night I called her after the tournament talked for about two and a half hours oh, and I was wow. like I gotta go see this place I have to meet this woman she just seems so amazing went down there fell in love with the entire campus committed um, the first of May so right at the end of my senior year um, and was able to come upon USC Upstate, and it's that in itself has been the greatest blessing that the Lord has brought me to, and I've been able to do so many things there, um, as well as play volleyball, as well as be a student, and so it's just been the, probably one of the bigger blessings that the Lord has given me. Yeah, that, that's actually really cool to hear about. I mean, I know it's kind of a crazy, crazy story about how it all went from like one school to the other school, but I mean, as long as you know where you're at and that and that, that is pretty cool for you to feel confident in where you're at right now especially I think that's a big thing for like kids now and like especially when I was going through this process is like where do I see myself at for the next four years and then so like just deciding and taking those visits was obviously like the facilities and the playing like at that just playing at that college like sport is obviously a big deal but then like you're also like you're also going there to be a student you're also going there to live you're also going there to be like who you are as a person I think, so I think that is pretty cool that you went through the whole process and had to change and then still feel confident with where you're at. That's pretty cool. All right, so uh, just moving on to the stu- all the stuff that's happening in the world right now, all the crazy stuff, uncertainty and kind of stuff. Um, like one of my main questions is throughout all of this, like what have you really learned and like what are you learning at as for more for you as a person, like through all this whole stay at home stuff or like in your house and all kind of stuff. Like what's something that you've been taught that maybe you weren't open to before? Oh gosh, well I'm kind of in a different predicament I guess than a lot of other student athletes right now. So I just had surgery actually three weeks ago tomorrow. So I have uh, I've been embraced to a lot of patience that is yeah. for sure. So I had hip surgery um, which has required me not to be able to walk, not be able to um, stand on my own. And so I have had to rely on just asking other people for help, which I struggle very much doing. I'm an eight on the Enneagram. I don't know if any of the listeners know what that means. Yeah. I'm super independent. So 
when I've had to have my mom help me shower, have my sister help me get dressed in the morning. It's just been a totally different, humbling look on life. It's like, this is the perfect opportunity for the Lord to say, Scout, it's time to chill out. It's time to <laughs> slow down. Because when I'm at school, I mean, I'm up at 4 o'clock in the morning and I'm not getting back in my dorm until 10, 11 o'clock at night because of just everything that's going on. And so I've tried to swallow the um, the slow-going, the easy-going lifestyle. Um, it's definitely been a harder pill to swallow, but it's made me appreciate the little things in life and it's especially made me appreciate what our, what our bodies do for us. I mean, yeah. the... The surgery I had to go through was quite extensive, and um, when I look back, I'm like, wow, what my body is doing for me right now and what it's done for me, it's time for me to reward my body with peace. It's time to reward it with relaxation, with recovery, with healing, and so that has probably been the hardest thing to tackle, but it's also been one of the most rewarding. It's been able to just trust in others because I haven't I've struggled to ask for help. I've struggled to rely on others. And so having to be able to do that has really changed my outlook on a lot of things. Yeah, it is good. Like, especially with, I know I've read a lot of stuff and like with us talking to our, our, our coaches was, it's okay to just take some time and relax. It's okay to like rest up. Cause like, this is your opportunity that you don't have to be at workouts early in the morning. You don't have to be at class, like physically in class. You don't have to be this, that, and the other things. So you can actually take some time to rest. And like, this is one of the opportunities I mean, as, as sucky as it is, it is an opportunity to, like, actually fully recover, actually fully catch up on a lot of stuff. So that is pretty cool to hear, especially with you having the surgery, to be able to actually take that time and use it, like, intentionally to recover. So as a – okay, now we'll go back to a college athlete. I know your situation is a little bit different with your surgery, but how do you think – or how, how does your team kind of, like, go through this whole, like, not being able to be together as a team or not being able to, like – be in like lifts or that kind of stuff throughout this, this entire time any like anything specifically or anything that either you're doing with you or with with your teammates so right now we actually are in a fitness competition um, okay so like our, our coach puts us on teams for the week so the, the, the team is pretty much split in half and so you are physically active every single day um and we all luckily all have apple watches and have fitbits and somehow to be able to track our calories burned and all that fun stuff and so we have to submit it every single night and then by the end of the week there's like a um whatever team has won and so it's been able to keep the competitive nature but it's also been able to keep us talking every day i know we have girls that are from brazil on our team international students and so with them being on their way home um, and in different time zones. We might not be able to Zoom all the time, but we're still able to send funny memes or be able to be competitive throughout these little challenges that our coach has set up for us, which I'm, I love. Like, I love being able to compete, even though this is a time of downtime, being able to say, oh, well, I burned 25 more calories than the girl on the other team you can get that little competitive nature back um, and keep that fire burning so when we're back in the fall we'll be ready to go yeah very cool very cool um so like let's go off the volleyball stuff so talking about that when i was looking at y'all's schedule you kind of play on tuesday friday and saturday for the most part so when you're in when you're in season what's it like 
Tell me like what a, what a typical day in the life is for you in like the middle of middle of the week when you're not traveling when it, or when it's not game day. Oh, so when it's not game day in season, so we have practice in the morning. So okay. we'll have, um, we have to be at the gym 30 minutes prior to practice. So practice normally falls at 6 a.m. So we'll have to be at the gym at 5.30. Um, so we will practice from like 6 to 9, uh, 6 to 9.30, and then be able to go to class after that. So I have classes in the morning, so I'm like, no time to shower, yeah. no time to eat, like, you are rushing, sweaty, but it's just the lifestyle, and you end up embracing it, you end up loving it, and so, um, running to class, I have all, I have three classes, back to back to back, um, and then I will eat on the way, um, and then jump into lifting right after that, so after my classes, we have to lift at one as a team, and then I, am, I work a lot, as a student athlete, as a Anyone that says being a Division One student athlete and not being able to work is it's not an excuse for sure because yeah. it, it means a lot. It means something to you. You'll find time to do it. So I work at a cycle studio down there in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Um, I also work for the church um, that I belong to down there, and then I work for ESPN Plus, which is part of the university. Okay. Um, so I will do things with them um so i've had a lot of cool opportunities so i work every single day of the week um after practice if we're not playing so whether that's wednesday night at the church whether that's i don't know monday and thursday at cycle bar wherever it is um my days are always filled with all of that fun stuff or we'll have meetings for fca so like i am uh i started fca down at, at um at USCF State, we didn't have an FCA, and so being able to start that, launch that, bring the Lord to our campus, which we desperately needed, there was, it felt like there was almost a drought of Jesus, and so bringing that back and bringing that fire to these students, it's been a long process, it's been a hard process, but it's been probably one of the most rewarding processes I've been able to go through, and so that is, we would have meetings once a week, um, with the leaders, and then we launched FCA right after Christmas break, so that's been going on, and it's still going on through this whole quarantine and all that fun stuff. Very cool, very cool. Yeah, there's definitely that whole balance of, obviously, a school and then as an athlete, but then also with that other social life aspect of it. That is pretty cool to hear about the Cycle Bar, ESPN Plus, and FCA. That, that is really cool to see, and very encouraging to people that are like, oh, I don't have time for this. Well, Actually, yeah, yes, you do. Yes, you you have time to do stuff. You have time to. It's just making about making it a priority, which is pretty cool. Um, all right, what about what about your game day? What about it? What about what, what what's a typical game day for you from like the morning to the, I mean, obviously right right up till game time. So if we are playing at home, we have we actually have walkthrough slash serve and pass in the morning. So we are still up in the morning at six a.m. six or seven a.m. depending on. Um, which coach decides sometimes we get a little extra hour of sleep. But <laughs> um, well, we will actually get into the gym early and go through our rotations, go through serve and pass, get some touches on the ball, get awake. Um, I Coach doesn't really believe in like sleeping in um, on a game day. You need to get up, get moving, treat it like it's a normal day, and I totally agree with her on that aspect. Um, so our team is definitely a bunch of get-up and go-getters, and so – 
and then we will, if it's a Tuesday and Friday, we will go to class and then meet back in the Hodge Center, which is where we play, and we will have team meal, and then we will have serve and pass again for 30 minutes, then the other team will go on, and then we will head into warm-ups, and we will be able to have our dance parties in the locker room, um, blast the really good music, it's super funny, we had a recruit at one time, she was in the locker room with us, and she challenged some of our seniors to a dance-off. Oh, no like, way. <laughs> this is awesome. Like, I want this recruit, this energy that she brings. <laughs> she actually ended up committing to us the week after. So, like, now she's a part of our team, which is super awesome. Yeah, that, that's but, amazing. Yeah, it's just the team camaraderie with these girls. Like, we come from JUCOs. We come from high schools. We come from all across the world. And being able to come together and have the bond and the sisterhood that we do is just unbelievable. Like, I miss these girls. I want to go back there and squeeze them all uh, sooner than later, hopefully. But yeah. <laughs> our game days are super fun. They are super, super fun. Yeah, so is that whole dance in the locker room probably your favorite pregame routine that you got? If I had good dance moves, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I let... I, I, I try not to um, scar people with my dance moves, so I just <laughs> let everyone else do the dancing, and I will, I'm normally the one with my Snapchat up taking videos <laughs> for the fans. <laughs> That's awesome. But, yes, it is probably one of my favorite. That or um, they feed us really well. Like any athlete is food crazy, so our, the food's really good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that That's awesome. Much. That's awesome. So I was looking on on y'all's schedule as well, and you guys played teams like Virginia Tech, Northwestern, Georgia Southern, a couple of games on ESPN Plus, North Carolina A and T. What was your favorite game the entire season? Just single game. What was your most favorite? Either like that you played in, or that just the atmosphere of it was insane, or like the whole the just like the whole like what what was going on? What was your favorite game the uh, last year? So we played Northwestern um, at a preseason tournament, which I like grew up watching Northwestern playing a team that big. Um, I just admired watching them play when I grew up, and so the fact that I got to play them was super cool. Um, and so I was able to, I was, at that point in our season, I was actually setting because we had a little setting malfunction. One of our setters got a concussion like right before we were about to play oh, geez, in okay. the middle. Yeah, in, in the warm-up. And so they're like, Scout, you're setting. And I'm like, I'm a <laughs> freshman, and I'm setting against Northwestern, and this isn't even my position. Uh, okay. But it ended up being such uh, an awesome experience, and then being able to transfer that, and we played Winthrop at the end of our season. And uh, Winthrop was number one in the conference. They were projected to win the conference and so we played Winthrop at Winthrop and I just remember warming up and the vibe in the gym was kind of eerie like Winthrop's gym is massive it's a, like a stadium like gym yeah. and then but it was very dark in there and I was like I don't know I just like got these weird like weird vibes like I vibe checked the building and I was like mm, vibe check that vibe that vibe and then we ended up going out and playing like out of our minds like this USDF state team that was I would call us an up and coming team like we are growing every single day and then to be able to almost beat Winthrop in five sets at their place the energy 
energy was roaring. It's hard as a volleyball team, as a girls team, to play in an arena that is not filled all the way when you're used to a smaller gym and it's very compact. Yeah. Um, so we really had all the odds faced against us and then coming together as a team. The energy, I know that we did not take away the W, but the way that we came together at the end of the season, we really started to groove and move and make big moves. So it's like if we could have started with that energy, like we would have been unstoppable. And so even though it didn't end up the way that we wanted to, it just puts fire in our stomachs and bellies to just keep going after those teams that we should have beaten this coming up fall. Um, it just makes us super excited. Yeah, that, that is really cool, especially to see and hear about you playing against a team that you grew up watching and then getting thrown in as a, as a freshman, probably that wide-eyed, like, what the heck am I doing <laughs> kind of stuff. That That is that is really cool to hear. Um, all right, let's transition to some stuff about, about your faith. And, again, you can share whatever you want. Um, how is this? How has your journey in your faith, like, helped you as a volleyball player or how has it been a struggle as a volleyball player? So it's, I would definitely been able to use the – I'm trying to use the – college student athlete division one athlete whatever you want to call it like that platform I've really tried to use it to spread the word um so I work at the church I work at Hope Church in Spartanburg South Carolina which is so amusing and I'm able to work with the youth down there so I work with the middle and high school girls and we are just launching and young adult program so I'm on staff for that as well and these little girls that have played volleyball themselves or like have been able to grow up in athletics to hear kind of someone that is not I'm not around all of their ages but being able to pour into them and they kind of get super excited to come and interact in small group and listen to the word I've tried as much as possible to use that platform as a student athlete to get the word to them. Um, and so being able to watch, like one time we had some volleyball players come in and come listen to me speak, and like they, their faces were just lit up. And when they are invested, it makes me super invested. It just gets me going. And like listening to their notes about what they heard from me kind of just makes my heart just melt because they are so invested in the Lord and it's really neat and then they'll be like I can't wait to come to your games in the fall and I'm like this is so cool this is so cool like how could this not be super cool um but I don't I mean I think the hardest thing probably is remaining disciplined and obedient um being a student athlete like you are around some very intense atmospheres you're around some very intense language um and so it's like I will not lie like of course you make a mistake and you've participated in that yeah. language at some point in your career yeah but it's once you start getting so deep with the Lord like you don't even want that anymore like that side of you that used to be alive like it's nowhere it's not there anymore it's dead like I remember when I would make mistakes growing up even in high school I would say a word that I shouldn't have said and like now in college it's like I want nothing to do with that so like I am replacing it with different funny words that I can try to make myself <laughs> laugh and like shake off the yeah. um, mistake but that's probably 
like been the hardest is remaining disciplined. Like the Lord does not want us to cuss. The Lord wants us to. I mean, of course, He doesn't want us to make mistakes, but it's the based on the learning. And I have to appreciate the opportunities that He's given me when it's hard. I have to appreciate the body that He's given me when I'm sore. And so, it's just been. Being able to invest my faith in others, but as well as use it to hold myself accountable on and off the court has been probably the biggest learning curve for me, especially being in college and having to do it all by yourself. You don't have a parent there to do it for you. You are on your own, and if you want your faith to be your own, you have to make it your own. I think college is definitely a place to challenge that. Yeah, that's, that's that's very cool to hear. I mean, especially with I think everybody goes through that whole struggle thing if, if they're walking with with how they want to walk and especially to hear that specific example for you of like just staying disciplined to stuff. I mean, I know it's very hard. Everybody can get in that whole like checklist mentality of, oh, I did this today, I did this today. I'm like, all right, I'm good. But then to hear your like discipline aspect of that, like how do I change, how do I use this as one, as a leader in your small group and then two, as a leader on the volleyball court, how do I use both of those together how do i not have you two different lives and i think that's pretty cool to hear your specific example of like just staying disciplined especially with how you want to be and with what you do will change who you are as a person that's pretty cool um so more specifically towards the athletic side how do you how do you or what what do you do when you use your athletic talent to like glorify god or use your journey of faith more specifically as like a volleyball player i know you talked about your platform and using your platform to the best of your ability, which I think is one of the best things that you, anybody can do, whether you're an athlete or whether you're a typical working at a nine to five job, but using your platform more specifically when as that college volleyball player, how do you use that to spread the word or use your faith journey as an example for other people? And it was unique and it was special and it's like reminding 
everyone that you're playing for an audience of one. Like he is the he's the one, like the Lord of all gods and like you sit there and you just have to take a second and thank him for everything that he's helped you through, put you through to get you to this point. And so I'm I'm really not there I'm not an emotional person. Um, I'm very like if I love something and I'm invested in something, that's where my emotions come in. And so because yeah. I'm so invested in my sport, because I'm so invested in my relationship with the Lord, just being able to take those twenty to thirty minutes just to breathe and then prepare my mind and my heart to get ready to play that is where I think my faith journey has hopefully proved to other people in the student athlete world that there's greater things than just our sport and we have to honor those and that is the Lord and so being able to implement that in your game day routines is extremely important Jeez, yeah, that's that's really amazing to hear. Um, do you have a like a life verse or some sort of like quote that you've heard from somewhere that's just been the one that you always go to, or that when someone asks you, "Hey, what about this?" and then you just know right off the top of your head. So for sure, like I love Galatians, and it's probably the fruit of the spirit, where it's Galatians chapter five, um, twenty-two through twenty-six. Um, I every single day in my quiet time. I write down all the fruits of the Spirit, so it's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, and I will write those down, and I will write something for my day, or from the day before that brought me joy, or that I know where where my love is, or where is my patience going to be today, or who am I going to be kind to today, and it's just, that is help me to be disciplined and trusting in the Lord and I know a lot of people are expecting a Bible verse that's probably sports related and whatnot but to me that is where I find everything that I need is making sure that I've checked off the list like am I finding my love in the right place am I finding my joy from the right things am I finding peace in what needs to be peaceful am I finding patience in the right things am I kind to everyone who do I need to go who needs a little bit more kindness in their life today um, so being able to write down all the fruits of the spirit and then reflect on them has just really embodied my relationship with the Lord I'm to the point where it's like I write them down every single day and I know the order that they're in and like Normally, when I wake up in the morning, I know what I want to write about, and it makes me anxious and excited to write about it in my journal during my quiet time. Um, but I think I challenge those that listen, like, to hold yourself accountable and be like, hey, where am I finding all these things? Am I going to the right places to find them? Um, whether if you're not finding it in the Word that day, are you finding it? Are you finding patience in the stillness of life right now? Are you finding joy in being with your family more often? Like, those little things that we as student athletes are rushing from practice to class to all these other things we have going on. Now we have the time to sit down and say, Hey, I'm grateful for this. And this is why. Yeah, that's very cool. I mean, I talked to a couple, a couple different people and you like, you obviously get like the verses, like, like persisting or running the race or like struggles, all kinds of stuff, which I'm not taking anything, anything, anything away from that at all. But I think it's cool to hear a different 
perspective of what you think your life verse is or what you want to do, and especially how you do it intentionally every morning. That is very encouraging, very inspiring to people that are listening or like, especially to me, like now I know when I'm, as I'm walking through this stuff, well, here's another thing I can do to be more intentional about whatever my walk is. So that's, that's really cool to hear. All right, well, that's all the time we got. I just want to really say thank you so much for taking time out of the day to talk with me. I noticed we have a little bit of a struggle trying to find some time to do this, but I just really want to say thank you for just taking the time out here to talk to me about some volleyball. Let me let me hear your heart a little bit, giving some advice to people. Um, so right now I'll give you the opportunity to plug any social media outlets you have or just give a shout-out to South Carolina Upstate. Whatever you want to do, I'll give you this time real quick. Yeah, so I'm on Twitter um, and on Instagram. If you want to follow me on Twitter, it's just Scout Hoffmeyer, and then my Instagram is Scout Hoff with H-O-F-F. Um, pretty active on both, so you can hang out with me there. I don't make TikToks, so you can ask me about those. Uh, I watch them, but I don't make them. Uh, but then, I, yeah, just a huge shout out to the University of South Carolina Upstate for, one, taking a chance on me, but also investing in me and giving me by far the best tools, the best experiences I've ever had in my life so huge shout out to them i'm super thankful to be a spartan very cool yeah i'll go ahead and tag all those on the description of this stuff so i just want to say thank you again for taking time today and talking to me and thank you for all those of you that are listening to all this time stuff in this crazy world um if you want to reach out to us specifically email me at contact.downfieldshy at gmail and then follow us on instagram at legend.collegefootball um thanks for listening appreciate you scout for taking time today and talking to me and then we'll go ahead and talk to you soon all right, thank you all so much, and I will hopefully be seeing some of you guys soon. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right, bye.